What's up, y'all? It's me, P-R-I-M, me, here with another episode of the P-M-P, and this week we got a special one. We got a special one. Uh, got co-host Lee Boy, say what's up. Hey, 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 Lee Boy in the building, Prime Nostalgia po- uh, Podcast, P-M-P. I'm hella excited about today's topic. It's been a long time coming, something we should have been done, but hey, it's Christmas, and this is the gift that keeps on giving this particular movie. I'm excited to get uh, get started today. And today we got a special guest. We got, we do. you know, a, a great guest. And this is, we should have done more Disney, but sure. Okay, sure. I mean, um, some yeah. of these have showed up on Disney Channel, yeah. I think. There's been a, some Disney crossover here. So yeah. Disney and, Plus, that's their home right now. Definitely Disney Plus, so. Yeah, but we got Allison from Passport 4. What's up? Hey, thanks hey, for having me. Love this podcast. Love you guys. So excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And wait, wait. Has Allison, you've been here before. I've not. I have been she on has not. Prime, I've been on Prime Conversations, but I've not been on the PNP until today. Oh man. Yeah. This is also not only that the topic is overdue, this meeting of the minds is overdue. Allison has been a great supporter of ours. Uh mine, in, you know, I was gonna say mine in particular, but she's been a supporting everybody. She's a great uh, friend and a uh, family at this point. So, uh, welcome, welcome to the PMP. Thank you for coming by. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Some of my favorite movies, uh, some of them in this franchise, I might add. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple. Hey, you know how I get down. There's a couple, do, you know, doozies in here. There's a couple duds. I ain't gonna lie, but uh, we'll get into it, man. In fact, Prime, just tell the people what we are alluding to, because I feel like we've been so cryptic so far. Tell them what's up. So we are doing our personal rankings on the Home Alone movies, and, and it's, it's, it's six of them now. So there's a lot. Okay. Hey man, you gotta be more excited than that. We're doing home but, alone, bro. Hey, but this is one also, of the best nostalgic, of... like one of the best nostalgic movies and series of all time. I mean, this is series. The... Nostalgia, as far as nostalgia, series. Hey, at least what? two of them. At least two of them. I mean, I mean, this is part of like nostalgic history. This is this is like as far as what I'm concerned. This is like the Walk of Fame right here. At least a couple of these. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. We're starting with number one. We've already revealed that we're talking about Home Alone. The, the first one is totally iconic and it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Certainly one of the best Christmas movies of all time. And this tis the season. So uh, yeah, man. I mean, what you got to? What you got a problem with the Home Alone series? The tr- uh, I mean, the trilogy. <laughs> the, okay. The trilogy, no, but the series as a whole, yeah. Okay, we get into it. A couple duds, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. So, should we do it the way that we do our top fives? Like, whoever. I think so. Yeah, I think we should go ahead and just rank um, and then go around. We could start with, uh, I think we should start with you, Prime. You know, you're our Home Alone expert. So, um, what you got. At number, I mean, there's six of them. Mm-hmm. We're starting off with the uh, number six today. What you got? Yes. And by the way, for y'all listening, uh, what we mean by this is, I will say mine. If anybody has it higher, they will say 
higher on my list, and then we'll wait to talk about it. But I'm guessing I, we are. I think we're gonna all agree with these first couple. I'm hoping. Uh, somewhat, but then different orders. I'm assuming. All right, all right let's see. But my worst one is the fourth one. Fourth, okay. The fourth. The fourth is the worst. Yeah, all right. Well, I got it. I guess I got it higher on my list. Bro. Higher. Okay. I will wait, dude. Slightly. We'll wait. Slightly. I mean, we'll we could we could just start talking about it now. But uh, we'll, Allison, we'll do you wait. have number four higher on your list, or no? I agree with Prime. It's the worst. Oh, under, under direct instructions, I asked, do I have to watch these in <laughs> full? Because it's it's not that I'm saying they're I'm not saying they're objectively bad, but year after year after year of certain ones. And year after year after year of not certain ones. So watch the trailer and um, we can get into it now. Why it's my last one if you want. But yeah, I agree with Prime. Well, I just got it one up higher on my list. So how do we do that, Prime? Because, I mean, you could kind of guess what I've got last. I've got five last. Um, I've got five last. It's really just a toss up (laughs) between five or four. So do we want to talk about five? We want to talk about four. What are we talking about here? Maybe just just throw them throw four and five together. Let's just yeah, let's just get them over with. Because on my list, I have like I said, five last, four second to last. I'm guessing prime is is it? Can we can we just discuss both? So I have four then five. So yes. Okay. Okay. So I'll concede. We can we can discuss. Let's just talk about four first. Okay. It's terrible. Yeah, it's bad. This is Apollo Dookie. It's not. It's terrible. It's barely watchable. I mean, you you mentioned that you didn't watch it, Allison. I didn't watch it. I'm not planning on watching this. I've seen some clips. I've seen the booby traps. Unfortunately, I watched it. You watched it. Oh, Oh, you watched this the whole time? Oh, Open the door. (laughs) Open this. Yes. Yes. Here's my issue with the fourth one. And I, it's weird because I kind of remember when it happened, but it was sort of like a fever dream. Like, oh, being a little kid, like, is there another Home Alone? Like, is this real? But it turns out, I think it was a wonderful world of Disney TV movie, which makes it even a whole nother dimension. And this is just kind of odd and i love most of the movies that i've seen in that um series in that anthology series but back on task it takes the same characters from the first two movies and Mm. different actors and i'm just like how how can we do this when they were so iconic it's so weird how he was like 10 in the second one and then he goes to this one he's like eight it's like they divorced. He's eight. They yeah. got like three members instead of like nine. It's just so it's a oh so they're literally. I mean, I seen that they have the names Marvin Harry, which like, you know, in, in hindsight, that should have made it last just because they tried to uh-huh. even throw Marvin Harry in there, and the guy is so bad. He's he's Harry, right? He's supposed to be Harry, or is he supposed to be? He has to be Harry. Harry is no, he's Marv. No, Marv he's is the, the dude with the hair, right? No, okay, he's the smart one. Yeah, he's Harry. Okay, 
He's supposed to be Harry, and it's just it's just bad. It's just terrible. And then they've got this whole smart house, Richie Rich type thing. Like they were trying to like get on the backs of you know of those types of movies. Blank check. It's like a mashup of all of those mixed with Home Alone. They're doing the most. Um, and the kid, I mean, I feel bad because I'm gonna be ranking on a lot of these kids. And you know, I'm a child star advocate. I don't want to like do you know. I don't want to talk crap on these kids, but nobody's even touching Macaulay Culkin. There's one kid that I think is decent, but this ain't one of them. Sorry to <laughs> this kid is, but the whole premise of them having Marvin Harry in the movie is just, just bad in general. Like I said, they're just ripping off so many other films that came around that time. So I think we, have we ranked on it enough? I think we killed I think so. <laughs> get four out of here um the consensus is that it's in last place today i had it fifth but really it was a toss-up so should we move along and start killing home alone five <laughs> this is the one i know the very least about out of all of them right and i have very few notes about this um just because one they don't even have too much out there on youtube about it you can't there's not it wasn't even good enough to put on youtube no one is getting any type of views off the clips in this you know on this on this movie no one even cares i don't think prime did you say this is the one that's on youtube in full or was that four four is the one that's on youtube as a whole five is the one that i don't i don't think it was a decom but i think it did come out on Disney Channel, so they yeah. kind of own it. So it's like to watch it, you have to you have to buy it, and nobody's okay. gonna buy it. So, so I'm guessing it was a probably a straight to DVD that later aired on Disney Channel. It's probably probably yeah. There, okay. Yeah, and I mean, I guess the best thing is you got is his name Malcolm McDowell from Clockwork Orange. I mean, that was probably. I mean, that's a great casting. I guess the main boss head honcho guy. But other than that, I mean, there's just so much to be desired out of this film. The holiday heist. Okay, so that's what it's called. Oh, also, I didn't realize until looking the other day that Debbie Mazar is in this movie and Ed Asner, which is kind of random that two like amazing actors um, signed on for Home Alone 5. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. The cast, um, I mean, other than the kid, I don't know, but and, and it's just hard for me to compare any of these kids uh, to to my guy, Macaulay. But yeah. in general, I mean, I think this one just has the least, the least replay value, the least draw. And that's why I had it last. You guys somehow moved it up a slot o- over four. But <laughs> that's because four was horrible. It's just worse, right? Maybe they can just tie. I don't know. They're just tied. I mean, I think it's it's just it's just pretty obvious those are the lacking of of the series. So we'll cut them some slack and just say, hey, if you're gonna watch Home Alone, don't start with four or five, right? <laughs> this one they should have just left alone. Um no, no pun intended, left the, that home alone alone. Um, but you know. There is some light at the end of the tunnel because we recently got another remake and I'm hoping that we could, maybe we're in agreement that this one is number four. Can we move on in the list? I think that is. And yeah, we're going with, this is our fourth 
favorite or yes. third least favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, and what? What's in? In are we all in agreement that it's the latest number six, or that's what I have? That's list. what I have. That's yeah, I I, I was sort of torn, but yes, I'm gonna go with that. Nice, nice. So prime. Uh, now we can, I think we can get off on a more positive note on a, you know, get out there. Well, Prime gave me that face. What you got to say, no, man? I, this is a, I'm going to say. Don't forget Kenan Thompson's in this one now. Come on, it's our guy. So, <laughs> surprisingly, the, uh, the sixth one was not the worst one. Usually when you hear about this, you think it gets worse and worse and worse. I will say at least they gave an effort to care about it, like. They try to make sense of what's happening. Uh, the the little boy, uh, not so little boy. Um, I mean, the little boy, not so little boy. The little boy toy. Oh, okay. The, yeah, the toy was was a reach. <laughs> it was a reach for, for the boy side. Like, why would they? Why would they want to kidnap you? And and that that his part, his reasoning was just. I, I was, was yeah. Just, I mean, it. They didn't have the opportunity to just say, "Hey, kid, here's a hundred bucks. Shoot the toy." Like that would have been my first approach. You want how much you want for the little doll instead of breaking and entering and like potentially killing and endangering people uh why not just knock on the door and ask but you know that's just me i guess i have a few issues with it prime and i have talked about this a little bit i actually watched it not too long after it dropped on disney plus and the primary thing for me is that at the very end this kid all of a sudden just trusts these adults who were breaking into his home and to he thought putting his life in danger and then he's just like okay i'll go home with you yeah well let's all kick it in the the right. the family comes over too right like yeah, and it's yeah, not you crazy. guys just trashed my even though the house was under construction you guys just ruined my entire house potentially like almost killed my kid and now we're just friends no cops involved yeah, they don't really reveal exactly how much the kid's mom knows, but it's still, it's just weird. You have to know something. How else would you have any idea who these people were? It's just, yeah, so the ending is strange. It's that the parents have to feel like they have to go and do that, like you said, is odd. And on the note of the parents, I'm just going to keep going. And this whole slamming against the brick wall scene to the tune of a Holy Night. That bothered me because you have these majestic, very deep spiritual scenes with the choral music in the early films. And I did not, it was a cognitive dissonance for me to be hearing their kids sing A Holy Night when they're slamming against a brick wall <laughs> and pulling each other's pants down. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know what? That was actually one of the things, though, I did appreciate about this one is there were many callbacks to the original as far as the music. Um, you know, it did remind us quite a bit. Uh, you know, there, there's always the stealing of the booby traps, but they did a couple iconic ones. I think they had uh, some type of barbell or, in, or instead of the paint, remember, instead of they're throwing down the paint cans, they threw down the sugar and milk and the cookies and all that stuff. So um, I thought they were pretty creative with some of that stuff. 
Um, but yeah, I did have a, an issue as well with them all getting together and being friends. It's just, although that was an interesting uh, turn of events, something that we hadn't seen as far as, hey, the burglars and the victims all becoming chummy, but it's just, it's just unrealistic. It's just yeah. unrealistic. That well, was hey, Keenan was great. <laughs> Keenan, his short-lived um, part was great because yeah. it's so I was waiting for me. him to come back, but it's yeah. <laughs> so funny to me in real life, he did not know they were the bad guys. <laughs> in real life, he was like, wait, he was like, y'all wait. the villains, y'all the burglars, yeah. <laughs> y'all the wet bandits. Shout out to you already know because like in the like they watched the trailer on the show. He was like, wait, the parents are the they, those are bad guys. Well, uh, let's move on to what's this three number three or is we this? are at number three on all of our lists and uh, sure. prime prime. What you got at number three? Mine is number three. I'm number four. three. Number three, uh, we're all in agreement here. I can't wait till we get to these last two because this is where it's going to get crazy. But yes, wow. we all are all in consensus um, yes. with number three. And what's the what's the kid's name in this? Is it Max? Uh, I, I always just want to call him Max. I don't know why he just looks like a Max. Alex is his real name. Yeah. Okay. So and the that... reason why you're calling him Max because he's Max Keeble. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know if you've seen that. But, yeah. Yeah. He's also a seasoned decom actor. He was in the Jenny Project, which is one of my favorite hidden gem decoms, and he was in Full Court Miracle. So, oh, okay, that's my contribution to number three. And I'm looking up. Oh, okay, they named him Alex in the movie as well. In oh, this movie. Yeah, we'll and um, and outside of Macaulay Culkin, he's my favorite. Uh, Kevin or Alex or um, mm-hmm. protagonist. I think he, you know, he's very believable. He's very cunning, very relatable. He's the kid that you want to be, you know, you want to be cool like this kid. And I think that's a huge factor for the success of the, of the series in general. So I think they did excellent with casting him. Nothing but flowers and praises for him. So shout out to Alex. Uh, Real nothing quick. bad to say about my fellow child actor. I got Real, real quick, because you you never seen Max Keeble, but basically, he no, I think he I have seen a, I seen okay. Max Keeble. Yeah, he's like the he, same kid. Yeah, the same kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a bad little smart kid that's just ahead of his time, and I love it. That's like my alter ego or my actual ego when I was a kid. That was me. Um, but yeah, I think um, he did a great job, and he he fought well against this group of uh, burglars. They got four in this, uh, four people that came to take over the house and a decent story behind it um, that I uh, could appreciate as well. They're looking for the government chip, right? In the in the car, the race car? Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, I think that, that was an excellent little flip. The first time we've seen uh, that they weren't just here to rob the house or, you know, there's a little bit of different storyline too as well, but mm-hmm over overall he's they're not just there to to rob the house like they were in the first one they're here for one particular item and uh it it created a, a decent story that's believable and followable and also i love john hughes this is the last home alone that he did he didn't do the other 2000 he didn't do the other the ones that uh, don't count yeah we don't need to go back to that he did the first three <laughs> and he said i'm out smart yeah. man smart man 
I um I I watched parts of this one for today, but I have seen it before. I did not grow up like little little watching it. I would say I was getting into the tween years when I finally saw the third one. But I agree, you can you can see that John Hughes touch. I think, and if I did have kids, I think that I would be after the watching the first two. I'd be like, hey, there's a lot of this one. Let's try it. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, the kids enjoy this one. In my household, the kids uh, enjoy this one as well. Um, and what, what year was this, Prime? 97, I think. 97. So still in like the nostalgic golden era, for sure. And you could definitely tell uh, because like it's it's weird because movies, they just, I don't know, maybe it's just this series um, and maybe I'm just being critical, but it seemed like in the 90s, although, you know, the movies... The movies just weren't as cheesy when we hit the 2000s and they're making movies for kids it just got so cheesy so over the top so unbelievable uh i don't know if there was like a little bit more censorship that they wanted to put around kids films but you know i i can appreciate the rawness uh and maybe it's just a john hughes thing as well probably i i will say as far as this one this is even even though the first two are family films i think this is the most family like uh it's like enjoyable for kids and like even though the, the first two are but this one is more like more of a family I know how to explain it but no it, it's made for like the first you know the first two let's not dive into those too much but you know they're not exactly made for kids they're enjoyable for kids mm-hmm. uh but like you're saying this one I think is just more made for kids you know it's not as that, brutal with the not with as the brutal attacks. they got the car thing going like racing cars and that's like you know a whole thing when remote control cars were you know a craze i'm sure in the late 90s um they've got some some elite booby traps i love the um the dog whistle <laughs> i thought that was very um uh, very creative and uh just dope in general and then also the remember the the lawnmower haircut <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> you yeah. came out with the haircut. Um, yeah, though those actors and actresses that were part of the, the burglars were were pretty elite in this one as well. I think some, you know, next to Harry and Marv, I think this is one of the best groups we got. Very entertaining. Two other actor things I noticed: the dad is the dad from Smart House, so that's cool. And Scar Joe, little Scar Joe in this movie, that's kind of fun too. Who's ScarJo? Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Home Alone 3, kudos to John Hughes, kudos to those that brought back the film. Um, you know, this was just a, a few years after 2. Um, it gives you a totally different feeling, I think, but it's a good addition to the series that's not too much like 1 and mm-hmm. 2, but just enough like it that uh, you know, it's enjoyable for the fans of the original. So um, yeah. nothing, you know, I don't have really too much bad to say about this. Um, not too much. I mean, I think as time went on, though, the burglars, you know, although I gave them praise before, I think, you know, it got, this is when they started just getting a little silly. I mean, Harry Marv are silly too, but not when they're together talking, like when they're together and they're like planning things out, it's a believable that they're just trying to really come up. Like they seem like a real duo of guys where these four together, I don't, I mean, it's just, you know, they're like, 
they're Eastern European or something. I don't know. It's just a whole lot to, to do. I with. think Harry Mar will actually they don't care about hurting the kid while uh these these guys were just like we just want to capture him. We don't we don't want to like kill him or nothing. We just want to capture him. Mm-hmm. So like Harry and Marv was serious about yeah, their business. Put out a gun on them. So yes. Uh, um, and I will say, you know, and adding um a female burglar in this uh was a precedent that we seen throughout the, throughout the the series later on. And uh, I like the the original lady that that participated. She was great and um, a great addition in general. All right, so this is number two, and uh, I don't know. Should, before we get into these, should we take the break now, or you want to wait to one? We can take it now. I think we should take the break now because I, you know, I'm feeling like the this sec, this last half, we're going to have lots to talk about, and possibly a debate. We'll see. Um, so should we leave our our, our audience, our listeners, with some music to to check out in the halftime? What you got for us, Prime? What you got in mind? Uh, let's go with White Christmas. Mm, and the first soundtrack, right? Yep. And yeah, one of the best soundtracks ever in nostalgic history, especially for uh, Christmas. Well, at least I'll say a better score. Score. Yeah. Score is great. But uh, yeah, we'll be right back, you guys. Don't go nowhere. We're going to finish up our top six list of the best and worst Home Alone movies. Don't go nowhere. Like the ones I used to know Where those treetops listen And children listen to hear Sleigh bells in the snow The snow But then I, I, I am dreaming Of a white Christmas Christmas card I write May your days, may your days, may your days be merry and bright And may all your Christmases be white And we are back. You just heard White Christmas uh, get you in the mood to talk about these two uh when we're on number two uh, i don't know where this is about to go i don't mm. know how crazy this is about to get but mm. we got two elite I mean, movies here we got two elite yes. movies left and two more slots left so yeah. uh prime you want to start us off what you got at number two sir i am first and you know what i don't care whoa <laughs> what i have the first one at number two all right. Okay. 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 Um, what you got at number two, Allison? I have number two at number two. Ooh. So, and you know what? I'm actually surprised. I agree with Prime. I exactly agree with exactly. Prime 
Ah, uh, you know, Thank I'm you. always a you know, I'm always a sucker for the original. You know, it has a great nostalgic. It's just so good. Home Alone One is so good. There's nothing that you could say bad. Well, I have one little gripe that got it down to number two for me. But there's, you know, this is just one of the best films of all time. I'll say this is one of the the few instances where um, the second one is better than the first. You got, we've talked about Terminator 2, T2, uh, Mighty Ducks 2, D2. Uh, I'll put Child's, like Child's Play 2 in there is also yeah, the second Beverly one. Beverly Hills better. Cop 2. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Usually it's the first one, but this is to me one of the instances where they really got number number two back right. to the so, future too in some people's opinions too. Yeah, that's good. i love back to the future too i still need to see ah. the one side note so so we're breaking down so it's if we're coming through a consensus we're we're breaking down the first home alone film uh one of the most iconic nostalgic films of all time um yeah allison what what you got i know this wasn't your particular pick but we got to talk about the first movie well I guess I should say I completely understand where you're coming from and where frankly probably a lot of people are coming from and saying that two is the best but I just think and this is just this may be even a silly reason to rank it number one but if we didn't have the first one and to establish the canon and to kind of get that perfect formula down we wouldn't have the second one Mm -hmm. so it's it's so hard because they are such a package deal you know that's that's my first thought in framing all of this. Right. And, and like you said, this was obviously the original story, um, the best story, I would say, leaving the kid behind at the house. I mean, this is this was a dream for people. Like This was a dream for kids. Like, how can I get my parents to leave me at the house? I got all this craziness. Like I got the house to myself. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm buying the milk. Hey, hey, when my parents let me come here all alone, does that look? <laughs> I love that scene when he's buying the toothbrush. He's like, "Lady, come on, my parents would never." Um, the only, one of the reasons though that I did have this at number two is there is one kind of lull I think in the story, even though it's a great story. And that is what is it? The Sandman? What is what is this guy's name next door to him? The the shovel man. Oh, man shovel, Marley, don't hate on old man Marley. Old man Marley is that his name? Yes, that is his name. I think I think just that storyline a little bit left you know something to be desired there in comparison to the pigeon lady. Um, okay. I would say the old man Marley. He just wasn't exciting. He didn't do it for me. He wasn't scary like Kevin was, was well, thought well, he was. Well, an old I mean, guy with he a had shovel. a swing on him at the end, but <laughs> no, an old guy with a shovel can be scary when he does like he done, when people tell you he done killed somebody and he's right. shooting up their remains. That it's Buzz being Buzz and fabricating this whole like terrible story about him. So of course that add, that heightens the scariness. But then when they like culminate his story or his um, his contribution to what's going on in the church, 
and he just kind of explains to him, oh, my daughter is this, and I haven't talked to my son in 20 years or whatever. That's, that crap is boring, man. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. As a kid, I'm like always tuned out on that part. Didn't never really understand it. He's like, you know how you watch movies over and over and you don't understand certain parts. That was just a part that I just never cared about as a kid. Uh, it took me years to really understand that why he, he didn't have a relationship with his son and he's trying to tell him to be good with his family and buzz. It's just, it just wasn't very entertaining as a kid. You know, it yeah, as yeah. an adult, it definitely it definitely ties you into the reason for the season and uh, yeah. gives greater meaning to the film in general. But I would say, you know, and just comparing to The Pigeon Lady, I, I just love The Pigeon Lady, so... <laughs> I mean, the, the party scene, rocking around the Christmas tree all time. I mean, you got Jordan in there. Um, but yeah, there's just so many great things when it comes to the soundtrack in this one. And you, like you said, the score, um, you know, they brought that back, obviously, at number two. And um, in the latest two, one, right, as well, six, I think they brought back the score. I'm not sure. That, they brought back that main, that main song. It was a little different, which threw me a little bit. But the thing on two that I realized last year was that Darlene Love song. That's in two, the All, uh, all Alone for Christmas one. Da, 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 with all the cool instrumental stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, one is, I guess, like the iconic somewhere in my memory. I love that. Yeah, love it. Love that. Um, I mean, I love Fuller. <laughs> his family uh even though we we only see them briefly i mean there's the whole scenes where they're running through the airport forever iconic um you know there's just certain scenes that will always stick with you i think even more than number two which makes it so hard to rate these two or rank these two um because they there are just so many scenes that were so great so great and then obviously the booby traps Booby Traps, this is the original. Everything was the first time we're seeing it. It's all-time elite. And, um, I mean, and it just set up, obviously, each and every film to have that same fight scene at the end. Um, and this was this is the OG, so it's hard to take away from that in comparison to number two, because uh, they just got so many things right in this, so many things right. And then you got the Wet Bandits, the Sticky Bandits. You got Harry and Marv. He, love these guys it's for me it's marv it's marv for me okay um i mean do we see the skeleton is that in this one does he get shocked into a skeleton or is that two That's is that only in two two it's only That's in two huh? yeah. but um i mean i love the the flamethrower to harry's head <laughs> it was great um so i mean the 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 what is it the burn into his hand oh, uh, the brand yeah the, the hot doorknob brands his hand is great and then oh we cannot forget and this might be the the best it's not technically a booby trap but kevin's scheme of playing the filthy animal movie um the the pizza delivery guy running for his life never reproduced I, was this ever reproduced in any film in any of them with they try to do it in the newest one. They try to play a film. I don't. I don't. They he plays something and scares him. No, they like he. No, he does. Uh, they're watching that movie. They're watching the original. Yes, they're, they're watching, watching like an alien film. version of it. He's like, 
Nah, I hate remakes. Something like that, he says. Okay, that's cool. Oh, make- right. It was very on the nose. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I mean the firecrackers in the in the the pans yesterday. The sauce pans. You with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's to the point where we know we want to watch that movie and know that movie. They you know really should have made that into a movie though. Uh, or not, not, not if not a movie, like a short, like an a short, like a 20 minute or whatever. Like yeah. Wait, so it's not in a real movie? It's no, real. they made it just for home. Oh, that makes hey, I might have to change my ranking, man. Cause they didn't <laughs> made they didn't made two a great uh two uh classic movies in one. Uh one was not even uh yeah, a real movie. Cause yeah, that actor was that that age at that time, right? The guy that plays him, he's a famous yeah. actor as well. So but see, mm-hmm. I never even I'm gonna give learned, you 10 seconds something to new every day. Gracie, uh, uh no good keister off, my yeah, keister off my property. Before I pump you full of lead. One, One, two, 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 ten. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. No beating that. That particular, that particular setup, those particular series of events. I don't know if it gets any better throughout the entire series. And that house. I mean, you can't beat that beautiful house. We need to go on a field trip to Chicago. And talking about this, Prime. <gasps> well, we well, if we would have bid for it, we could have had it because they were selling on the Airbnb for like twenty five dollars, and it was like, which is mm. like, how are you gonna get that? I, I I wonder how many people like lined up to try to. For sure, I'm pretty sure a lot. You you mean tell me you don't want to stay in this house? Like, come on. I'm not no. saying I don't want to, but it's I don't know. On the whole thing, I was kind of like, I don't know if it would not not that it wouldn't ruin it, but it would like it would it be weird? I don't know. Everyone go watch. If you haven't seen it, shame on you. Um, you know, just go check it out. You know, binge all of them. Start off with number one. Greatest, one of the greatest stories in movie history. I'm going to just say that. One of the greatest premises for a movie, uh, just being home alone. The, the title says it all. It actually, he's actually home alone. It makes sense. And uh, just so relatable for kids to want to be in the situation. But with that, We've got a number one. We've got a consensus, at least from me and Prime. Uh, you were just a little bit behind on this one, Allison. But we've got Home Alone 2, one of the, the rare times, in my opinion, where the, the, where the sequel eclipses the original Prime. What, what drew you to the sequel here? I really, really like the second one. And it's like, it's the same as the first one, but you get right to the premise. You get right to the um to the action, and plus it has Tim Curry and he makes everything better. Uh, especially like he has one scene. And he was like, "You want some a cheese pizza?" And he says, "Pizza." <laughs> the snake scene is better in this one because um, it's like him. It's like Tim Curry, Rob Schneider, uh, and like the three other people in there in the room. He's like. You've been smooching with my brother, and and uh, you've been kissing <laughs> so and so so so, and and Gus too. And they're like, they like what? <laughs> I forgot about that. This is in the hotel, right? When they're yeah, all yeah, in. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. So yeah. yes, I, I think with them being in the hotel and that temporary. And then when you just brought that up, is a uh, I love the part when he hands him the gum for a tip. <laughs> He's like looking at the gum. He's so pissed. Um, 
but yeah, the uh, I actually kind of forgot about the hotel staff in a, a little bit before even thinking about this. I hadn't, you know, full disclosure, didn't watch one or two uh, yet this season. We pretty much watch it every year, but I've, I've yet to watch number two in the last 360 days or so. Um, but we'll get to it. Always watch the booby trap scenes, though. Those are on repeat on YouTube for the kids. Um, but yeah, just the hotel staff is a great element. And I think in general, one of the things that just make this one, quote unquote, and I'll say bigger and better. And I think that's why I have it at number one is because it does take place in New York City. I mean, there's just so much to, you know, there's just so even more than wanting to be home alone at your own house being a home or being in a hotel alone in new york city with your father's credit card mm -hmm. is just a very appealing storyline and a, it's a plot that i definitely wanted to dive into uh it's it's just so i mean how he gets around the hotel staff and tells them oh yeah my dad's just upstairs and he's faking it the whole time they're so skeptical but he keeps coming up with ways to trick them and stuff um, I think it was just elite. <clears throat> and he has the toy everybody wanted at the time was the talk boy. Mm. Say something in it and then repeat back to you. That was like the, they made that toy hot. They did. I had a talk boy for sure. For sure. <laughs> so for me, I think what struck me kind of revisiting it, I watched part of it today. And the fact that the first movie, his intention is to well, protect himself and protect his house. But in this one, he feels really moved to save these funds that are going to go to the kids in the children's hospital. Mm -hmm. And that's really touching that that's part of him stopping Marvin Harry for this really big and beautiful cause. And then to get to the uh, relationship with Marley and then the pigeon lady, I think that I'm going to have to just rewatch the scene up in the tower and the symphony because I I watched it today and just I I I'm gonna need to focus my mind more because I think there's going to be just some gems in there that I get in a different way even like at this point in my life than I ever have to really like dive into that scene. Yeah, I mean the things that she's discussing are actually very prevalent right now with I mean home and not to get too serious, but homelessness on a rise. Uh, single people on a rise like marriages and family and kids and things like that on a decline in general in society the things that she was dealing with and you know this has probably been a reality in New York City for quite some time because the cost of living is so crazy I know this went just down a crazy turn but um she was she, she was dropping some heavy stuff and she really grew Kevin up on screen like he um although you know he matured a lot like you said he's he's doing this for the kids now and it's not really so self-fulfilling but his relationship with her and and their their talks and thoughts on making memories and that being the most important out of everything in the season is being around the people that you love yeah we learned that in the first one but we learned it in a different way from her just because she i mean it was just so touching her story is just so touching she's homeless other, you know, outside, you know, separate from old man Marley, which is, he's just stubborn, right? He just don't want to talk to his damn kids. Like she's literally lost the love of her life. And she was stubborn in a way too, where she didn't want to fess up to her, 
her feelings at the time. But it's just a, it's just a lot there. It's a lot there. So I encourage everyone to to make sure you get that lesson when you watch Home Alone too, because it's really touching, really touching. Um, but should we get into some of the booby traps? I mean, I love that they have the abandoned house. It you know it. Uh, I would say look makes it's a little bit of a reach to be able to get into your what was his uncle his uncle that was out of town's house he's looking for you know they I will say back then though they did have the yellow pages and the only way it was to just kind of look up someone and then just show up um so that was uh interesting but for him to get in and be able to just take over a a place that he's never been uh so that's a lot it's a lot to believe (laughs) I do remember people like having those little books and writing everybody's addresses and information down. So that was a cool like throwback memory. I don't know why that it's just silly to me. I don't know why that is so funny, bro. (laughs) It's just when he turns into the skeleton, it looks so fake. And they actually do that in planes, trains, and automobiles too, right, Prime? Yeah, but it's like a... um... He's just scared. He gets scared in the car um yeah like a dream sequence yeah so it's not in reality the same way it is in home alone 2 where uh i mean obviously his skeleton didn't pop out of its frame but i don't know why that and didn't the didn't the um the skeleton have a fro like mm-hmm. <laughs> cue it up man man just pop that in right now because i swear that is just one of the the funniest things to me the way the skeleton is just moving and just it doesn't get any better. Doesn't get any better than that. Well, I mean, I guess we can go more into detail when we do a review on these. But as for now, that's I think that's all. We put a put a fork in it. I mean, yeah, people know people know one and two. I think we did enough injustice to to draw people away from five and four. Just don't watch those. Six is I think worth a watch on Disney Plus this season. And then if you can just stick to to one, two and three, almost in that order, um, you know, we came up with number two as and that's lost in New York as our, our favorite today, just by consensus. But they're neck and neck, similar to four and five being neck and neck as the worst one and two are it's one big movie. Just mm-hmm. watch both of them in 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 concession succession. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm like concession in succession. And uh, you won't be disappointed. Definitely won't. Yeah. Um, Allison, let everybody know where to find you. Yeah, my name is Allison McLean Merrill, and you can find me on Instagram at pastfootforward or go to go to pastfootforward.com. I've also rejoined Twitter just as myself, and that's at a McLean Merrill. Awesome, awesome. And you know who I am. I am Lee Boy TV. You can catch me at LeeBoyTV.com, at LeeBoyTV on all socials. Also follow Magical Life media been doing some uh disneyland content recently it's been a lot of fun the parks are back open so make sure you check me out there and uh yeah just enjoy yourself for the holidays you know just fight that seasonal depression that we all well at least i i suffer from at times but home alone is a great way to get away from that so so pop those in and feel good about yourself yeah um Twitter, I said Instagram. pop those in like it's still VHS. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Oh, some people, some people do. Yeah, but, some uh, people might DVD. still have the DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially as this being a nostalgia channel. I mean, VHS and you know, VHR. Uh KVNG Prime Time, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Prime Nostalgia Pod, 
be nostalgic. Probably gonna get more active on there. Um, yeah, just follow 80s, 90s, and 2000s vibes. If y'all want to follow, I mean, y'all don't have to, but you know, whatever. Good stuff, uh, yeah, great stuff. Yeah, and, and tell us y'all's list from six to one or one to six, either one, don't matter. Or you just, just want to hear the know. listing. Um, yeah. I wish I knew the, the titles of these films. Maybe I should bring those up. But uh, my Alone, list: Home Alone Two, Lost in New York, Home uh, Alone Three, Taking Back the House. No, Home Alone Three and then Home Alone Four, Taking Back the House. Wait, Home those Alone are both the five. same? No, no, no. I, I messed okay. up. Okay. Home Alone Five is like Holiday Heist, and then Six is Home Sweet Home Alone. So, yes. All right, so you know them all, um, but I don't. So <laughs> yeah. I'll just say in, in my order, I had, uh, and this is going from least to best, I had five, four, six, three, one, and two. And then I had from worst to best, four, five, six, three, two, one. And I mean, I had four, five, six three one two so yeah yeah we're pretty close pretty close and uh yeah i'm, I'm glad we didn't have to fight and we didn't have to do nothing too crazy i mean it, it was good nobody did nothing you know like put number three before number one don't do that we have four and five did at you the see end, that so list satis- yeah. what there was a list you out mean- there oh my gosh we'll get on that next week uh Yes, there's a list by like bar stools or something. It's like uh, three. It's it's like three, and then it's like two, and then one is like lower. Nah, nah. See, that so serious. That's wrong. So That's serious. Wrong. It's like the Santa Claus wasn't even on there. Whatever. All right. Anyways, we'll get on that. We'll we'll talk about the results of that next week. Anyways, <laughs> or well, week after next actually. Uh, but uh from allison from lee boy from me i'm gonna say prime time is all the time all the time baby are out we out thanks for tuning in to the prime nostalgia the podcast dedicated to entertainment from childhood that's 80s 90s the latest 2000s because prime know it all and lee boy be wow and he's from all that dropping gems for you to find so there's orange that light is line prime time is all the time we talking about the classics and there's so many that's lee boy tv and p-r-i-m-e pal